Welcome to MASH Forever. My name is Carrie, and I am hosting this podcast as a tribute to the best TV show ever in television history. And today I have my friend, Dr. Rebecca Pittenger, joining me, and we are going to talk about the top 25 episodes ever of MASH, and I'll reference the article in a minute. But before I get started, I wanted to find out from Becky her thoughts on, and I didn't tell her I was going <laughs> to I was going to do this, but get your thoughts on Alan Alda recently auctioned off his boots and dog tags. Did you see what the final amount was? I did not see. No. <laughs> 125,000. Uh, I'm not surprised actually. <laughs> no, me neither. It started at 10 for both of them together. And I thought, okay, 10 grand, maybe I'll pull like 10 K out of my retirement account. And I thought, well, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. And then when I heard it went for 125, I was like, there's no way. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that's a <laughs> solid, solid years long income for someone who makes good money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So anyway, so we, we both, so we both are not the winners of that auction, obviously. Uh, so anyway, but I wanted to start off with that because I thought, oh man, I really wish I, what I really wish we all could have done was put like come together and put like a thousand dollars down each Mm -hmm. And then, uh -huh. you know, 125 of us do that. And then we could have like, what, 125 of us would have would have shared them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would work for me. Because who knows? <laughs> who knows what they're going to be worth when he passes away someday? Oh, I know. Right. <laughs> you know? So anyway, so today's a little bit different. Uh, we are recording this over Zoom. Uh, it's our first time recording it over Zoom. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, Becky's on the Central Coast in California, and I'm in the Boston, Massachusetts area. So, I, you know, just bear with us. We'll see how it goes. So, again, I got this article from, it's called MASH 50th Anniversary, 25 Best Episodes Ranked. This came out September 10th, 2022. And Becky and I had gone to the 50th Anniversary Celebration at Malibu Creek State Park on September 17th last year. So this article came out just before that. So it's kind of kind of fun, kind of fun. And Becky, any thoughts about looking back to that day? We're almost a year. It's almost a year. We're almost at a year year anniversary of that anniversary. That's right. Well, I remember I remember you were having car trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and so we took my car. So I remember that. I remember getting up at 4 a.m. And, and it was, you know, it was like, woo, it was, you know, like, like, uh, that's challenging because I'm not a morning person. But, you know, once we got there, it was amazing. Um, like, I, as I recall, we were we, we were able to be on um, the po the podcast, the Mash Matters podcast. People took turns kind of talking about their memories of MASH. That was really cool. Yeah, that, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. It, it was cool for me because we got to meet other MASH fans. And then do you remember the guy from England that we ended I do up remember the guy, walking, yeah. Uh -huh. with? I thought that was really neat. So if you ever get uh -huh. the chance, you got to get out to Malibu Creek State Park. So the article that we're going to talk about, again, is the article that's ranking the top 25 
episodes and we're just gonna Becky and I are just gonna share our thoughts uh, we might also share our thoughts on what episodes we would have liked to have seen in the top 25 and if anyone's got any feedback at all I am I can be found at mash.forever on Instagram so would love to hear more thoughts about what episodes should have made this top 25 list and do you think this is a legitimate top 25 list I think some of the episodes are really good. Uh, some I wouldn't have put in the top 25. I think what we'll do as we go through the list, if Becky's okay with it, is is rank it like thumbs up or thumbs down. Would it have been in uh -huh. our top 25? Uh-huh. So, uh -huh. Yeah. That sounds yeah. good. That sounds good. <laughs> and it's going to be controversial because I know everybody's got different episodes that probably should be on this list. So starting totally. off. Number 25, Our Finest Hour, Season 7. Should I start with my thoughts, or do you want to start with your thoughts, Becky? Oh, you can start with yours. Yeah, I'll okay. throw mine in. <laughs> okay. I, I loved this episode. And this episode, I know, is not usually a fan favorite, or I have the impression it's... I guess what I'll, I guess what I'll say moving forward is I'm under the impression that this is not a fan favorite. And I don't uh -huh. understand why, because it's an hour long and it and it has clips from earlier seasons. It's got it's the only episode that has all cast members in it. Uh -huh. I just love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think there are some really funny clips they reference. And I just I just really find it a fun episode and just very different from their normal their normal episode. So, Becky, your thoughts on that one. And should it be in the top 25? Yeah, I agree. I think it belongs in this list as well. Like, I mean, you know, I, I think that's an excellent point about all the characters being in it, which is super cool. Um, you know, and, and, and it really does kind of like um, go into kind of the gravity of, of just what these, these characters were going through. So, so it really does kind of have less of a sitcom. Well, it's kind of a balance, right? You know, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, you know, it's very heavy. It's got a lot of gravity to it, but then the, the clips where they do the retrospective, you know, gives it, it's kind of nice balance because there are some funny clips. Um, the only, the only thing for me that was, um, uh, what, what, how could I describe it? Hard about this episode is like, I, I'll start watching the clip and be like, Oh my God, this is so cool. And then I want to see what happens next. And then it cuts out. I'm like, no. Um. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a really good point. So this would be in your top 25. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Any last thoughts before we move to number 24? Um, no, I think I'm good. Okay. Uh, the next episode is Welcome to Korea, season four. Do you want to uh -huh. share your thoughts or should I go? Sure, I can go for it. You know, I think I think the first time I saw that episode, I probably, like, like I think it was already a rerun. So I already knew, you know, I was already acquainted with, with, um, with BJ and, and, and Colonel Potter. So it, it was... For me, it wasn't like, you know, as it, as it talks about in the article, like, okay, this is a tough transition because they were losing two beloved characters all at once, you know. And for me, it was kind of like, um, oh, yeah, cool. This is this is where these, these two characters that I love show up. So so um, so my initial viewing of this wasn't like a shock to me because I, I was already acquainted with these characters. But I I just love I love just the way um, they kind of think on their feet in this episode where like. Uh, oh, let's let's bring Radar to the officers' club. Like, okay, he's a he's a 
Corporal Captain. <laughs> that just that still just makes me laugh. So, <laughs> so yeah, and I, yeah, so I just really like it. You know, here's this guy. You know, BJ. He's very kind of in shock. Like, oh my god, you know, what am I doing here? But he's, you, you know, but like by the end, you kind of have an idea of like what this guy's about. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, he's gonna he's gonna fit in pretty well. Mm-hmm. Any any other thoughts? Uh, I think I think that's about it for me. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would this be in your top twenty five? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I'll go next. Uh, obviously, unless we're going to have my dog. <laughs> my dog Dexter is right here next to me. And unless we're going to have him share his thoughts, I guess it's my turn. <laughs> anyway, um, I would put this in the top 25, I think. I like it. I really like it. And I like the transition. Um, and I really like watching how it was filmed. Uh, now that Becky and I have gone to Malibu Creek State Park so many times, it's fun to see them racing around, making it look like they went miles and miles and miles when they went two miles, maybe. Yeah. Two and a half. <laughs> two miles max, probably. Two, two miles max. And the bridge that they stopped at where the MP stopped them. That's the bridge that's, what, 0.6 miles from the camp? So they made that seem like miles and miles and miles, and it really isn't. And then I had heard through someone who had who has some trivia about the show that uh, Kimpo, where they went to try to get trap, you know, try to catch Trapper before he left and to uh, welcome BJ, um, I heard that that was filmed in the parking lot at Malibu Creek State Park. So... If anyone knows if that's real or not, it would be great to hear. Um, But we, Becky and I have parked there several times uh, when we go there. So again, from the parking lot to the set is two and a half miles. So it did. It seemed like they were driving forever and all over the place. And they they really weren't driving all over the place. Right. If you look at it. So we'll move on to number 23. So episode on the top 25 list, Fallen Idol. I'm going to go first because I know Becky's thoughts. So let me, I I might take this one. Yeah, go for it. (laughs) I think, er, I I would not put this in my top 25. Um, I might put it in my top 100. Yeah, it'd be in the top 100, Um, but it would not be in the top 25. I, I saw it at such a young age. Becky and I are both fans from like when we were in middle school or younger. And, um, I didn't really, the first few times through, I didn't really get the episode. And I never really got why Radar got so up in arms about Hawkeye needing to leave the OR. Like, that was the piece Uh that I never, never really understood about the episode. It, it, I mean, it wasn't forced, but it... I don't know. It was just, it was a hard episode for me to, to get my arms around. Like, why was it a big deal? Well, cause, cause I was, young, I was too young. So I didn't even understand that he went, be, he went to get sick because he poisoned, poisoned himself on alcohol. So, or had a hangover or whatever. So I didn't even really understand all those pieces. So I think when I've gone to rewatch it in my adult life, it, it I, yeah, I don't get why it was that big of a deal. Because Radar had been around all of this throughout the time prior, so I don't I don't quite get that. Um, 
So I don't know. That that's where the episode doesn't work for me. I like their making up at the end, but what are what are your thoughts, Becky? Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I mean, like, it's funny because there was a, a, a poll on Facebook the other day. Um, the Mash Matters podcast guys did a poll and they're like, what are your least favorite episodes? <laughs> and this was the one that I that I put down is <laughs> my least favorite episode. Right. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's at the bottom. You don't need this one doesn't even cut the top hundred for you. <laughs> Right, it's quite, quite, quite near the bottom. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, and I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, I'm, I, I was also puzzled by Radar's reaction to, like, okay, why, you know, why did Hawkeye have to leave the room? You know, um, you know, because I, for me, I felt like, oh wow, Hawkeye's being very vulnerable in this episode. Mm. Like, he's really, you know, he's really in shock and all this stuff happening and. And, and when Radar chews them out like that, it's just, I, I think, you know, like for your, for your reason, I'm just like, what, what the hell? And, and I think also it just, it bothered me that Radar went from this quirky, you know, cool mm. dude to just this kind of a, a whiny, annoying, angry man. Mm. <laughs> so it just felt out of character yeah. for like the Radar that I was previously acquainted with, you know, and like you yeah. say, like, I like how they make up a the end as well mm-hmm. um but <clears throat> but yeah you know and i and, and i was kind of annoyed that people sided with radar instead of hawkeye you know because i mm-hmm. i just feel like you know i i don't know it just bothered me like you know like um hawkeye was being very human and and for radar to just yell at him for being being a human mm-hmm. um you know like well you're supposed to be a hero right. i was like uh, you know <laughs> like when when hawkeye started yelling at him i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> So don't don't hold back on me, Becky. Share what you feel. Here, share. <laughs> I'll tell you what I really feel. Yeah, tell me what you got. Exactly, exactly. Um, before we move off that episode, any other thoughts? Uh, no, I think I think that's good. I okay. think I'm good. <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome. Okay, next episode, Inga with uh, Mariette Hartley was the guest star of that episode. Um, I'll jump in. Um, I... I really liked the episode looking back at it. Um, I also really enjoyed the Hawkeye Margaret exchange where she let him have it outside and then they made up at the end. And I just thought that was a really nice moment uh, between the two of them. And she could see that he was hurt by everything that happened. I I just really felt like it was, it was, it was a very well done episode. It, it really showed, um, women and men and the differences between women and men, especially probably back in the fifties, where if it was a woman surgeon, she may not get the recognition or the, um, Oh, I don't even know the word I'm looking for appreciation or the recognition, um, that she was competent basically. Um, so I think if we, if we, if we look at it from a 1950s perspective, I think it was very well written and very well, executed and and very real very real for women um especially back in that era um and again i really liked the um hawkeye margaret exchange so this episode definitely be in my top 25 any thoughts yeah yeah no i think so too i mean you know i i'm I'm like right there with you with this like that exchange at the end and just um i think i think as a kid i was kind of I think 
was a kid, I, I probably kind of, it, it was a little over my head, you know, the mm-hmm. aspect of it, you know, the, the, you know, with the, like, as you're talking about with women not getting recognition, but it's kind of in later years, I was like, oh yeah, look at that, you know, so, so yeah, yeah, so I, I definitely appreciated that too, just like, you know, like, like, uh, being a woman in the world, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and just, uh, you know, like being kind of a professional position, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, like, uh, like, uh, even, even these days, like it's, 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 um, I've run into ish situations where, where like, like fellow women even have refused to call me doctor, you know, because they just can't believe I'm a doctor. I'm like, no, I have a doctor. <laughs> so, so I can definitely relate to, to, to this episode for sure. <laughs> yep. yep. Okay. Next episode, number 21 on this list, follies of the living concerns of the dead. Season 10, I have to start off with interesting episode. I think it freaked me out a little bit when I was a kid. Um, This would not be in my top 25. I'm not even sure it would make my top 100. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't like, oh my, oh my God, I've got to see that episode again. Uh, I Uh just, it it doesn't really do a lot for me. Um, It also says Alan Alda received an Emmy nomination for Best Writing it doesn't really do much for me. I mean, it's a, it's a decent episode. Um, so Becky, I I know you, you might have different opinions, so would love to hear your thoughts on this one. Right. Well, it's funny because two, two thoughts are, I I was surprised that it made the list for one, you know, because it's such a different episode. It's very, you know, Mm. not the typical episode. So I was just like, Oh, wow. It made the list. Um, but, um, uh, but, but, but I love this episode. <laughs> so I was glad that I made the list. I was surprised, but I was very glad. Um, I think for me, like, like, um, like as a kid, I, I was, it was just a refreshing thing for me to see something kind of supernatural on TV. Mm. Like, oh, well, you know, someone, someone out there believes in an afterlife. So mm. I was like, oh, cool. It kind of made me feel actually, it's funny because, um, as a kid, it kind of made me feel good. Like, oh, you know, like, because I've always wanted there to be an afterlife. So I'm like, oh, these adults who wrote the show believe in an afterlife too. So I thought that was kind of cool. But I just, I just loved, yeah, no, I just love the idea of just like, wow, Klinger has this high fever and he's, he's able to kind of tap into, you know, just like seeing spirits and ghosts and stuff like that. And here's this guy who can't, he doesn't even know he's dead at first. And it's like, oh, what's happening? Why can't people hear me? And then, you know, you see him walking off, you know, it, it kind of into the into the sunset with these, um, um, you know, fellow fellow dead soldiers. So I, it was just very, for me, it was just kind of very touching, you know, like mm-hmm. here's this guy who's just like, no, you know, like the only one who can hear me is this, this guy that everyone thinks is crazy. <laughs> so I just loved it. Yeah. So, so I just love the supernatural aspect of it for sure. So, okay. Would it be in your top 25 then or top? Yeah, something? it would definitely be my personal top 25 for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, next one, Joker is wild. Uh, season 11 where Hawkeye was had by BJ. Um, this one I like. I'll start. Uh, I like this one, but in terms of their practical practical joke episodes, not my favorite at all. I I, just, I don't know. This one to me felt a little more contrived. Um, something about it I didn't really like. the The previous ones that I would put in the top twenty five are the April Fools joke time where that general came and he and Colonel Potter 
kind of teamed up together and the medical staff, they thought they were getting in trouble and then it, the joke was on them. And I, I really liked that episode. And then the other one, An Eye for a Tooth, where they did the dummy and the dummy fell out of the closet and they kept doing little jokes back and forth. I like those two episodes better than this one. So mm -hmm. definitely those two are in my top, top 25 yeah. to 50. So what are you, what are your thoughts? That's a really good point. Like I hadn't really thought of it in those terms, but you know, like especially the April Fool's one where the guy at the end is like April Fool's. I mean, that was like hilarious. So that's a really, really good point. I do like this episode because, um, what strikes me as funny about it is that like I think we are all we've all been had you know like mm. like you see these these things happening yeah. like the snake in the bed and all that stuff and yeah. you're just like oh my gosh <laughs> you know and, and so so you know and, and Hawkeye gets more and more paranoid over time and just like we all find out at the same time as Hawkeye oh yes. he's been had so I think what I like about that episode is is we've we're all going through the same thing as yeah. Hawkeye essentially so so I kind of like it you know right. I, I think I would put it in the top 25 so yeah <laughs> okay. Okay. would be in the top 25. Okay. Okay. Next one is Divided We Stand. This is season two, episode one. This actually is in my top 25 uh, because I read a thing somewhere. I'm always reading articles and everything about the show just to increase my, my trivia knowledge of the show. And this one apparently was, was filmed so that they could re reintroduce the characters in season two. Oh, so that's okay. Why this episode shows up. Um, and I liked uh, the very end of this this little blurb about the episode. The loudspeaker announcement at the end of the episode is nearly identical to the last one in the 1970 film. So I thought uh -huh. that was neat. I thought that was that was great to have a tie-in to the movie uh, at so early on. But that's why I like this episode and and I like the fact that they kind of banded together and didn't want to be separated. And I just, I just really like this one. Um, maybe not for like an, oh my God, it's the best they ever did. But I really like it because of the fact that it does reintroduce everybody in season two. And it ends with that, with the loudspeaker at the end, introducing everyone again. So I, I really like it just for those aspects. Any, any thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. Yeah, no, I like how they, you know, it's kind of a, a nice graceful way of reintroducing the characters where you're not like it's not some weird contrived thing or whatever it's just like okay here, here they are you know so yeah no i like that too how they kind of band together it's it's it, it's it's pretty awesome you you, you know you kind of kind of learn oh yeah they, you know they okay they're up to all this stuff hijinks and trysts, as they say it in the article but um but they're also kind of a family so it's, yeah. it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so moving on to the next one lifetime uh this is episode 18 out of 25. Um, so Lifetime was in season eight. That was season eight was when I started watching it. So I remember, uh -huh. I believe the party was the first episode I saw on primetime, I believe, in season eight. So close to when I started watching it. And season eight is one of my favorite seasons. So I, uh, I this one is definitely in my, probably this episode is probably in my top 10. So uh -huh. I just really liked it. I thought they all came together to really help, uh, try to save this soldier. Plus they were, uh, BJ was dealing with the patient that died and he had to pull the, the what was it, the aorta out, I believe. 
Right. They, they, had, they say um, they saved George. Um, yes. Or they might be able to save George with an aortic graft. Yes. So, so yeah. And then, and then BJ had, and then it was just really touching how BJ had to, had to deal with that. And I, I just, I definitely in my top 10, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Like I, as a kid, um, I was a bit younger than you, a tiny bit younger than you. I was, I was, I was, I was initially kind of confused. Like, why is there a clock in the corner the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> a clock in the corner. You know, that was my little kid reaction. But when I was older, I kind of get, got it. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. And so yeah. I like how it kind of builds the suspense. You know, you're, yes. you're watching the clock just like they are. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, no. And like you say, you know, just like the, the emotional, you know, just like what BJ goes through. It, it is, yeah. it is super touching, but yeah. Yeah. But that's, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's really, yeah, it's such a suspenseful, yeah, suspenseful episode. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, yeah, I, I think it belongs to the top, top 25 as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the, the beginning of the episode, they're all up on the helicopter pad and the helicopter mm-hmm. lands and they're playing poker up there and everything gets right. blown away. And again, Becky and I have been up to the helicopter pad and it, I'm, we're boggled by the fact that an helicopter could land there and have enough space. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> it's all done with mirrors, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next one, number 17 out of 25 is, uh, and I'm going to I'm gonna botch the pronunciation of this, um, Quo Vadis, Captain Chandler, where he believes he's Jesus Christ. Um, Mm -hmm. I, it took me a long time to really even appreciate this episode. So this would not be in my top 25. It might be in my top hundred. Might. It would Mm -hmm. definitely Mm -hmm. make the top 150. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I, but I did like the touching moment between him, the patient that thought he was Jesus and Radar. I thought it was a really touching thing. So. I like that too. I like that too. I think as a kid, I was, I was trying to figure out like, did the writers, did the writers really want him to be Jesus, like reincarnated, you know? So I was just trying to like, huh, I wonder if he really is supposed to be Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know, just, but then, you know, watching it, like, I don't know, I think it was about a year ago that we watched it. Like, um, you know, I was kind of like, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't really think he's Jesus, but, um, um, but yeah, but I, I liked that, you know, as a kid, I kind of liked that, um, you know, similar to the, the, the episode, um, where Klinger sees the, the, the soldier who's, who's passed on, um, you know, I, I kind of appreciated like that, that, open-ended supernatural maybe he is Jesus you know I love I love how he blesses Radar's teddy bear at the end that's I I think that's really sweet too so it's um yeah yeah, like I I I'm trying to decide if it if it should be in the top 25 I I definitely find it to be a memorable episode Mm. so I'd say maybe in the top 50 for sure so yeah okay um and there there was one more piece oh and Becky and I are both um psychotherapists I'm I'm uh-huh. a master's level uh, therapist, a marriage and family therapist, and Becky is a clinical psychologist, so she's a do- at the at the doctorate level. So I think from a uh, it's interesting to look at that episode from a psychological perspective. 
Mm-hmm. Where you Definitely. might have a patient coming in saying they're Jesus and truly believing that and mm-hmm. what the psychological factors that would have gotten him to that place. I think that's a really interesting aspect to look at as well. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, that kind of brings up just kind of the issue of like one of the things we talked about before starting this podcast was like what what are our favorite episodes? What are the episodes that we think should have been on this list? And Mm -hmm. for sure, like the one that I thought should have been on this list is heal thyself where, um, Mm -hmm. Steve Newsome, this, the surgeon that everyone loves, he, he comes on board because there's a mumps outbreak and, and, um, and, and and that, that kind of like, okay, what does it take to make someone sort of break down or, you know, Mm -hmm. fall apart in the, in the face of war. So, um, so, so, you know, like what, what Carrie was saying about us, us, you know, being therapists, you know, I, I definitely the psychological aspect of things. I love Sidney Friedman. He's such a great character. Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So, so I, I am a fan of those episodes where it's like, okay, wow. How much does it take for someone to kind of, kind of break down? You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it is, it's, it's, it's interesting to really look at that and, uh, uh-huh. and understand the, the, the casualties of war, both, both mentally and physically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to a funnier episode, but yet serious, uh, Yankee doodle uh-huh. doctor number six, 16 out of 25. This was in the first season. And this is one of my favorite, this is one of my favorite, uh, episodes. I think it belongs in the top 10. Uh, so it's number 16, which I don't quite get, but you know, I did not write the article, <laughs> um, but I really like it because it's funny and it's got a lot of funny moments in it. And it also has that serious uh, epilogue. Is it an epilogue at the end or the serious where Hawkeye does a whole spiel about our ability to save lives is challenged by the fact that the, that we are figuring out ways better ways to kill people uh-huh. and we, uh-huh. can't, we can't reconcile you know we can't we can only do so much as surgeons in war um you know and the ability for all of these uh things to kill people is is just it, it i don't even know what i'm trying to say but it but it's 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 complicated um because surgeon yeah surgeons can only do so much um, mm-hmm. I that was a mm-hmm. really, really powerful yeah. statement. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. A hundred percent. I am in total agreement with you. Like top, top 10 for sure, for sure, for sure. I mean, because I, I think for me, like, you know, as a, as a kid watching it, I bu- busted a gut when, when they were like, okay, like they, they redid the film, right. You know, <laughs> like Groucho Marx and all that stuff, like, yes. you know, and I'm just like laughing my head off, but then, you know, it gets serious at the end. And mm-hmm. like you say about, you know, that, that message at the end about like, Hey, you know, we're, we're having trouble saving people here. You know, this is serious stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and I think, I think it's kind of a, um, it almost kind of sums up the whole show when you think about it, you know, you got the funny mm-hmm. stuff, you go, Oh my God, I'm laughing my butt mm-hmm. off, you know? And then like, like, okay, but this is a very serious show on top of this, mm-hmm. you know, this is not just yeah. funny jokes and stuff like, and that's what gives this show so much depth is like, you know, we're dealing with some, you know, just like, this is like one of the worst parts of the human experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just war. I mean, I, I like one of my jobs is I work with veterans. Um, and, and, mm-hmm. 
boy, you really get to, you know, like, like we're talking about how, how war affects people psychologically. That is, that is no joke. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I really, I am a huge fan of this episode. Okay. That, yeah. It, it's, yeah, I agree. It's definitely powerful. Um, so next one, Long John Flap episode, uh, it's uh, season one. And this one was, this is the first of 19 episodes that Alan Alda wrote for the series. Um, this one is funny and I liked it. And it was just one of those, one of those episodes that I'm, I, I'm not sure I'd put in the top 25. Um, uh-huh. I mean, it was kind of fun and lighthearted and, uh, I don't know, not a lot of substance there for me to, to grab onto. So that's my thought. And it's cool that he wrote it. I mean, it's really cool. You know, if he ever heard this podcast, I, it's really cool you wrote it. But, but, but I, I think definitely his writing improved throughout the series. Um, definitely and brought more depth to the characters. Um, so this episode was just... Just a, a funny one, you know, and it's kind of there for me. So I'd put this one in my top hundred again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I put it in the top fifty or twenty-five. I mean, mm. I, I I liked it. You know, I okay. thought it, I thought it was funny. Um, you, you know, like I I guess in my view, you know, like it, it's okay to have kind of a mix. You know, just like okay, we can have something that's sort of a vacation from the, mm-hmm. you know, the heavier stuff. So so I think for mm-hmm. me, just I I as a kid, I was just entertain and an adult too. I was just kind of entertained by soft as a baby's bottom. I just love. I think this <laughs> was the first time I heard that uh, that phrase, and I was like, what? <laughs> Uh, but you know i i so i i found it just kind of a fun little you know again sort of a vacation from the heavier stuff so maybe top 50s i'd say yeah okay (laughs) um okay so next one is movie tonight i'm gonna have you start uh yeah this one it definitely belongs in the top 25 um um this was super super funny um you know it's just it it was lovely to see how they kind of found ways to entertain themselves while the well, the movie was breaking down and that's that sort of thing. Um, um, so, yeah, no, that's that was, that was pretty awesome. And, you know, I love at the end where they're kind of just like reenacting or, you know, they're, yes. they're pretending that they're in the same shootout, you know. So then the person comes like, oh, there's incoming. Right. Like, oh, there's wounded in here, too. <laughs> so that, that was just really funny. You know, and it just kind of shows, you know, like like that against kind of the camaraderie of the mm. characters. Like it's a, it's a really good episode to just sort of show how they kind of came together. You know, the yeah. adversity was not as adverse as some of the worst adversity, but, um, right. um, here's my, my little cat. Um, um, <laughs> my cat's passing through. Um, but you know, so it's just kind of a, a fun, lighthearted way mm-hmm. to show how they, how they came together, came together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. This, this would be in my top 10. Um, so I'm surprised that it isn't in the top 10. Um, cause uh-huh. I agree. It's, it's a fun episode. It's just throw it on and just enjoy and, and all of that. And I remember um, this was the first time I realized, I don't know when I saw it in syndication. I mean, you know, I started watching when I was nine or 10. Um, Judy Farrell shows up in this one and she uh, was married to Mike Farrell during the run of the show. So it, it's interesting that she is in this episode as well. That's what sticks out for me in, in this episode. One of the things that sticks out for me. 
Okay, uh-huh. moving right along here. Death takes a holiday. I'll have you go, Becky, if you want to share any thoughts about this one. Yeah, no, I love this episode. <laughs> I, I think it belongs in the in the top twenty five for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like um, we, we did a previous podcast where we talked about Charles. Mm-hmm. Winchester and he's my favorite character um Mm -hmm. some people might be surprised because he's kind of you know curmudgeonly or whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) however you'd Mm -hmm. like to describe him he's kind of a narcissist but but I you know this shows like Charles is like vulnerable kind of softer side you know Mm -hmm. he's he gets he gets this amazing candy for for the orphanage and gets pissed off when when like hey where's the candy Mm -hmm. you know but it's like oh okay they bought they use the money they sold the candy, used the money to buy supplies they needed. So it was such a neat moment because here's Charles, you know, he's yeah. he, he grew up in this very cushy existence, you know, where mm-hmm. he doesn't understand stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so he really has this wake up moment and you just really see his vulnerability. And and it's and it's also such a tragic episode. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's a soldier who dies. Um actually on Christmas day, but, um, they, they moved the clock, you know, to make it look Mm -hmm. like it was the next day. And, you know, there's just something so poignant about that. It's just so terrible and and sweet and touching at the same time. So, so definitely this episode belongs in this list in my book. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I would, I would put this in my top 25. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And, and I can't add to anything that you said. So, um, (laughs) We'll move on to the next. <laughs> it's almost like ditto, and I don't have anything to add. So, <laughs> uh, moving on to the general flipped at dawn. Uh, Henry uh, Harry Morgan makes his first appearance as General Hamilton Steele, and I liked this episode. I think it's a good one. I think it's ironic that Harry Morgan and McLean Stevenson share share the screen. Uh, and uh-huh. they actually, I found out, uh, probably within the last couple of years, uh, they were in a movie together in the seventies too. So you can oh. see them acting in real life, like in real life, they were in a different, a Disney movie. I believe it was a Disney movie in, in the seventies. Oh. So I just, I like, I, oh, you go. Sorry. Oh yeah. No. Awesome. I, I need to, I need to, I need to find that movie now, like, <laughs> but go on, go on. I think it's like Cat from Outer Space, I think. Some oh, I think I've seen that. I saw that as a kid. Okay, yeah, I, okay, I gotta watch I that again. I like cats, so that's... <laughs> I think it was the cat from outer space. I mean, some sort of Disney seventies movie that you know, because on because when we were growing up in the seventies, I don't know if you remember this or not. It was the wild, uh, the wonderful world of Disney was on Sunday nights after sixty minutes. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so they would have the football game, and then if the football game ran over, then 60 Minutes would run late, and then Wonderful World of Disney would, would run late or something. So anyway, mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. how I remember all that. But anyway, so yeah, we'll we'll take a look and see what the exact title of that movie is. Um, but I do like this. I don't think it belongs in the top 25. I think it's, it's a fun episode. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm in agreement. I don't know. I don't know that I put it in the top twenty five. Um, I kind of wonder if it made the list just because you know Harry Morgan made that early appearance. Like, right. so that might be you know uh, you know I kind of wonder about that. You know, um, like if 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 Harry Morgan hadn't gone on to become Colonel Potter, mm-hmm. I wonder if it would have made the list. Um, 
hard to say, but yeah, yeah. you know, as, as a kid, I was like, "Oh my god, wait, what's going on?" Yeah, right. <laughs> wait, that, wait, is that Colonel Potter? Yeah. Yes, but um, I, 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 you know, one thing I do like about the episode is just like it does kind of show Harry Morgan's um, versatility as an actor. Yes. You know, <laughs> like he was, you know, he's like, like wow, he's such a different person in this episode. So that it was entertaining mm. for sure. Maybe top fifty. <laughs> okay, top fifty. Okay, okay, that that's fair. That's fair. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Next one, five o'clock, Charlie. Um, I'm going to go first on this one. I think this one was really funny um, in a lot of respects. And I really enjoyed Henry in this episode. Uh, he was he was really, really funny. I also, um, what was I going to, oh man, what am I going to talk about? Hold on. Oh, right, right, right. The filming of this episode, you can see where they're indoors and outdoors for this. And it changes in the scene. So you can see where they're filming outside and then the next very next segment, they they uh, like um, zoom in and they're inside filming like inside at 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 the Fox Studios stage nine. And they I like it's interesting once you've been to the outdoor set location, you can see what what's filmed inside versus outside. And this this is one of the episodes where they go back and forth within the same scene, being inside and outside. That's right. I remember we watched that, and mm-hmm. then you pointed that out to me. I was like, oh, my God, yes. I wouldn't have known otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really like this episode. It's it's just so funny. I mean, I, I, I think it belongs in this list because, you yes. know, it's memorable and super, super funny. Um, um, it, it's funny how they, they, they kind of fool that pilot into, like, bombing <sighs> The, you know this other thing but um um it, it's funny like my when i watched it as a kid you know i i'd already seen episodes with charles in it and i was just like oh oh you know through the whole thing the very first time i saw it like through the whole thing i'm just like oh oh when is charles gonna show up you know that's funny <laughs> I thought Charles Emerson Winters is going to show up on, at five o'clock. So no. that. <laughs> right. well, that's just kind of my own funny memory of it. But yeah, no, I think this belongs on the list. <laughs> yeah. And I like the line. Um, Henry's talking to General General Clayton and he's like, we need a whatever, whatever, whatever nug. And, and oh, yeah, the nug. The nug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was Hawkeye or Trapper that said we don't need a nug or a gun. <laughs> oh my god that was that was my favorite favorite part of the episode okay next one is let us see i gotta get up get my list again here i've been doing this on my on my phone here the list um one second here one one second here but uh that one i definitely like uh that episode so definitely in the top 25 in my mind um, one second here. Okay, number 10, old, soldier, old Soldiers. Very poignant episode. I would put this in the, I would put this in the top 25 uh, if I were creating a list. I don't know if it would be number 10 or not, but I, I do like uh, the premise of him toasting his old buddies and then toasting the current the current troop, and I, I really liked that about the episode. It's very touching. Um, yeah, some I would say it's in the top twenty-five for me. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I totally agree. I yeah, I just what you said. It's it is it is incredibly touching. You know, you don't know. You know, it's kind of a mystery. You don't know why why Colonel Potter's out of sorts, and when you find out at the end, it's just like, oh my gosh, you know. And here, it's it's so poignant. He's opening up this bottle, you know, and yeah. the you know that him and his friends got, you know, just like. You know, it's just, yeah, very, almost like passing the torch. Like, here's, you know, mm. you know, here's, here's Potter's new, new friends, new yep. war buddies. So, yeah, no, yeah. I love, I love this episode. It yeah. definitely belongs to the list. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the next one is Dear Sigmund, uh, ep- uh, season five and Emmy winner for best directing. And Dr. Friedman comes to write a letter to Sigmund Freud. Uh, and I, I can definitely relate to that. I think Becky and I can both relate to that being therapists. It's like, we hear a lot of stories, a lot of different experiences that people have. And I, I really like it. Um, this episode just because it shows the craziness of war and what they do to stay sane in in war. And I, I don't know. I really liked it. Uh, any thoughts Becky on this one? Yeah, no, I like it too. Like you say, you know, like, like, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're both interested in matters re- regarding psychology. I love Sidney Friedman. Um, just, you know, I, I've always been a fan of him. Like when he shows up on the show, it's like, oh, good, you know? So, so yeah, no, I love it. I love how, um, like you say, like what they do to kind of get through this, you know, mm-hmm. just like the like lighthearted stuff, um, doing the practical jokes, like uh, at the end he finds out, oh, it's, 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 it's BJ after all. So I, I love mm-hmm. that, you know, and it kind of, kind of, it's a little character development for BJ as well. Like, okay, like, you know, he's this like kind, gentle, soft hearted guy, but he also, you know, mm-hmm. he definitely like, he, he's capable of of shenanigans <laughs> yes yes definitely yes. definitely okay next one adam's ribs uh season three this one for me i like it i know it's it's usually a fan favorite um i would put this i would put it in the top 25 but it wouldn't be in the top 10 i think it's good um i did hear some trivia that adam's ribs doesn't actually exist mm. I did, I did hear that, um, through, I think it was on the Mash Matters podcast, I believe. And I apologize if I didn't hear that correctly, but Adam's (laughs) Ribs doesn't, doesn't actually exist. Um, but it, I mean, it's a good episode. It's like one of the good ones. Like, I think it's more like the lighthearted episodes Uh that we've been talking about that are not, not so heavy. Um, is, oh, but that's the one, the river or a river of liver and an ocean of fish. With that yeah. scene at the very yeah, with the scene with Igor, yeah, see mm-hmm. that was brilliant from what how I've heard that that was shot that episode that part of the episode. So, oh gosh, uh, yeah, top maybe top twenty five. Yeah, what do you think, Becky? Yeah, I think so. I think top twenty five. Um, yeah, like you say, kind of lighthearted. Um, um yeah no you, you you just like yeah the beginning part is just like so classic with the the mm-hmm. revolt that happens in the kitchen and you see poor igor standing there <laughs> going i don't know what to do here <laughs> so yeah no i i definitely like that one <laughs> yeah yeah so we'll move to tuttle uh number seven out of 25 i know this one's a fan favorite um I'd put it down the list more though in the top 25. I think it's really good because it 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 
it, I think it epitomizes the comedy of the first couple of seasons um, when they were trying to find their sea legs of what to focus on. And this is yet another episode where if you watch the scenes and where they were filmed, uh, they're not they're not in the same location. Like when he's doing the eulogy, when Hawkeye's doing the eulogy, I'm thinking he's at the indoor set where everybody else is outside in that section. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I, I believe so. Yeah. Cause it, it just doesn't look right. It doesn't look right. So anyway, next time you watch it, see if you think it's all shot in the same location. I don't think it's shot in the same location. Yeah, I gotta do that. I gotta watch that. I, I love this episode. I love this episode. Definitely top twenty five. Um, you know, as a kid, as a kid, I had my share of imaginary friends. So I was like, oh my gosh, Hawk, I have one too. That's so awesome. So, so I thought it was just really funny and clever. Just mm -hmm. like, oh, Tuttle did it, and like at the end, everyone's right. so attached to this imaginary guy. It just so I, I think it's just like so I, I just love this episode. It's so funny. And also just like the fact that they were like doing some good, like, oh Tuttle did it. Oh my right. Tuttle did it. <laughs> so yeah, I love this episode. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Okay, next one. Goodbye, farewell, and amen. Number six. Ooh, uh, I love the final episode. I hate the final episode because it was the last episode. Um, uh -huh. And I thought, gosh, so many different uh, storylines ran through the final episode that it, 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 I'm, it, you go because I'm I'm finding the I'm finding it hard to find the right words because I I don't love it I don't hate it and there are pieces of it I would do differently and there are pieces of it that I wish wish uh, could be redone uh, so Becky say what your your thoughts are and then and then I might be able to put mine into more coherent a more coherent narrative here. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I, I, you know, for me, it, it's also bumming that it's the, the very last episode. It's like, oh my gosh, they say goodbye at the end. Very gut wrenching. Um, I, 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 it's funny. I, I as well have very mixed feelings about it. Um, um, you know, I, 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 and and people may heavily disagree with me, but I'm, I'm not a fan of how um, Hawkeye lost his marbles, you know, like, um, I just, you know, and I think I just know a little too much about the way trauma works, you know, being a psychologist. I'm like, I, I don't think a traumatized person would turn a kid into a chicken. <laughs> just, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe stuff like that does happen. You know, yeah. I, you know, I, it's mm -hmm. not, you know, it's probably not out of the realm of ordinary, mm -hmm. but I, I would have expected Hawkeye to have just kind of had dissociative amnesia or something like that, oh. you know, instead of a, a chicken, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Oh, okay. Um, okay. so I think for this, I had very, very strongly mixed feelings. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I love the poignancy of, of Charles and the oh. musicians that get killed, but I also oh. hate it because I don't like the fact that the musicians got killed. Um, so, so yeah, throughout this whole episode, I just have very, very mixed feelings. Um, I think it's good. I think it's good. It probably kind of had to be on that list. I mean, it was mm -hmm. like, um, as, as the, mm -hmm. Article said, kind of the, the most watched episode of 
stuff on TV. Um, so, so I'm like, okay, yeah, I think it kind of makes the list. Uh, um, but yeah, very, very mixed feelings about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, the Charles storyline was very poignant and very sad and uh-huh. it left him with a wound of, you know, I hope that he got over that when he got back to civilization where he could listen to music again. And it was interesting. I didn't get what Alan Alda was trying to do with the storyline uh, until just a couple of years ago. And I had read something that said that he wanted the characters to go home um, marred by something. Mm, that makes sense. Okay. But then when I look at it from that angle, if that's true, I don't, I can't come up with a, a, a story for all of them. Uh-huh. So I'm not sure, like, what Margaret's was. Right. Like, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah because, was. like, that was, yeah, it was you know, like a Margaret like, and Charles fighting a lot. Yeah, so, that, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm not uh-huh. sure that really qualifies, um, you know, and then Klinger obviously changed his life and stayed in Korea. So that was a huge impact on him. Uh, BJ, I have no idea what his thing was. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I wasn't sure what was meant by that. So if anybody knows, again, contact me at mash.forever on Instagram because I'd love to hear what some of the other characters' complications were. Like Father Mulcahy, he went deaf. Um, uh-huh. And I just, I don't know. It, it was... I thought it was an awesome episode. Um, I liked how fitting it was that Charles would leave in a on, in a garbage truck. Um, <laughs> thought that was really good. The Hawkeye Margaret kiss. I'm a I'm a big Hawkeye Margaret fan, and that was amazing. And I was like, oh my god, here they're expressing their feelings for each other, and and uh, you know, and it was how much would that kiss be worth today? Millions of dollars if you paid for thirty seconds on, on oh, yeah. uh, TV today. <laughs> So that's like millions and millions of dollars of, of kissing time. Um, but I really liked the final final where BJ's going down the hill on the motorcycle and then he put the goodbye and, and Hawkeye's above above that looking down. I thought that was a very poignant way to end that episode. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I liked I liked the way they, they all say goodbye. You know, I'm yeah. just gut-wrenching gut again they're all saying goodbye but you know yeah. i love i love things they do at the end like how they salute potter yes. the kiss the garbage truck all that you know yes. it, was, it was awesome <laughs> and um on this list i would have put goodbye farewell and amen probably in the top 50 um i actually really like uh the second to last episode um as time goes by where they they bury the time capsule and I wish uh-huh. that one would have appeared on the list sooner. Like I would, I don't think that one appears at all on this list. Um, so I wish. I don't think it does. Yeah. yeah. So I wish that one would have appeared because I really liked the the idea of bearing a time capsule. I also had seen that someone had dug up the time capsule. Six, they actually buried one. And it got dug up, and it was dug up by somebody who didn't care about it. And I'm like, oh my god, there's millions of us that are like huge fans that would have died to have had the contents of that oh for sure yeah. oh my god no i'm i'm 100 percent in agreement i was actually when i heard that the time capsule and was filled filmed after 
yes. the final episode. That made me kind of relieved. I was just like, oh, good. You know, like the, the, the last, the last, um, oh. the last time these cast members, these writers, directors yeah. touched this show was this episode that I liked a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I it's just a fun episode. It's just a really, really fun, poignant episode with the time capsule. Definitely. Uh-huh. Um, one more thing about the final episode is we I, I'm now on the East Coast for now. We'll see how long I, I stay here. But, <laughs> but, but for now, but but we uh, Becky and I, Becky was born and raised in California and has spent time on this coast, on the East Coast. And I, I was born and raised here and I, I spent 25 years out in California. And we both know what the wildfires can do. And it's amazing to me that the set was completely bur- burned down uh, during the filming of that episode. Um, and it, it it really is amazing and they actually got the footage from the fire and i just that to me that was kind of a, a cool twist uh that happened uh while they were filming goodbye farewell and amen and uh the california wildfires are devastating and uh amazing they they got the footage to put in there uh-huh yeah, no, it's funny because when I was a kid watching it, I was like, oh, why did they do that part? You know, and then it was later that I found out, oh, there was a real fire. So <laughs> that was one of those things where I kind of hated it. I'm like, why did they burn down the camp? That's that's just too too dark, you know, and then I was like, oh, OK, now I like that they did it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, uh-huh. yeah, and, and we both have seen devastation from the fires and uh, uh-huh. I've, I've seen it up close. My friend almost lost her house a few years ago. Uh, in the Santa Cruz Mountains, and uh, it was just almost like going to Mars or something. How how different uh, the scenery looks once a fire does does go through. So uh, yeah, so that that was an important aspect of that episode. So now we're on to the top five episodes on this list. Deal me out in season two. I know this is a fan favorite. Becky, your thoughts to start. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, I think it belongs in this list. Um, I, I like Pat Morita's appearance. Oh. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's pretty awesome. So I, I, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of a, uh, kind of a fun, another one of those fun, more lighthearted ones. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, this episode for me would be in the top 25 or 30. It would not be near the top of the list. Um, I liked uh-huh. it. It is, it's fun. It's lighthearted. Pat Morita. I remember he was on happy days at the same time that MASH was on. Remember? He, I think it wasn't he Arnold. Oh, I, was, I don't remember who he played on happy days, Arnold. but that rings a bell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, but who was, so who was the bigger guy? And you know, that bigger guy that was on happy days at the, at yeah, the restaurant. I, yeah, the bigger guy. Yeah, I, I thought that guy. was Arnold, but that I don't know. That might be Arnold. That might be Arnold. Oh, because the, 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 the cafe or the, the diner was Arnold's, right? Right, 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 right. Exactly. Who did he play on there? Oh, I can't think of the name. Of, but I but I was wondering, it was weird because I recognized Pat Morita from Happy Days. So, oh, that's funny. <laughs> yes. Yep, yep, yep. And then, of course, he went on and, and did the Karate Kid movies. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. If you, if you grew up in the 80s, you watched all of the Karate Kid movies, even if you didn't grow up in the 80s, because now they have, or they did, have the Netflix series. 
uh, uh-huh. Cobra Kai, which is, I believe, a spinoff of the Karate Kid movies. Uh-huh. Useless trivia. But anyway, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. <laughs> we'll keep going. Number four, Goodbye Radi- Radar, episodes uh, from season eight. Do you want to tackle this one first or should I? Sure, I'll tackle it. I mean, I I think it belongs in the top fifty. Um, mm-hmm. It's not my favorite. Um, no. I, you know, I I like certain parts of it, like the way yeah. Radar was able to kind of problem solve with like using the headlights to mm-hmm. you know, for for the yeah. surgeries and stuff like that. Um, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, again, you know, similar to the the one where Radar gets wounded. I'm not as much of a fan mm-hmm. of the the dark radar, the, the grumpy, angry right. radar. So it's not my favorite. I mean, yeah, yeah, it belongs in the top 20 or 50 list, something like that. But, but yeah, it's, 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 it, it, I think it was just kind of de- depressing for me. It's just like, Oh, this character is leaving and he's kind of, he gets kind of dark. So <laughs> yeah. Not my favorite. yeah. And there was something I read about, he didn't wear his, his cap in that episode. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So he didn't have a hat on at all, or he had the the army hat thing on the official uh-huh. uniform hat, which makes him look very different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and also I remember about that episode. His voice is lower. It seems. That's right. It is lower. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite uh-huh. the same. Not quite the same. Yeah. Not quite the same energy with the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of wish that when they sent him off, he could have, you know, been just the, the fun character that, that we all knew him as, you know, but yeah, but, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, so that, yeah, so that one, that one for me, um, I like it, I would agree, top 50, because I think it's important mm-hmm. when the characters leave, and I really like to see them uh, do an intro episode for the character, the new character coming in, or the character leaving, I think, or a tribute to the character coming or going. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So next one, Smattering of Intelligence. This is uh, number three on the list of 25. This is in season two. What uh-huh. do you think? Yeah, no, I think it's kind of funny. It's it's a lighthearted one. Um, um, I'm not sure if I put it in this list or not. I, You know, like... Um, but I, I thought it was, it was pretty fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't sound very convincing to me, but <laughs> I, I would not, this would not be in, no, this would not be in my top 150, maybe. I mean, it's a, it's a yeah. good episode, but it isn't like, I can think of a hundred other episodes that I would put ahead of the this certainly wouldn't be number yeah. three this would not be number three if, if i put this no. on a list of 25 it would be 25 like it would not be in my top uh-huh. three because i look at big mac when they thought general macarthur was coming that episode is funny the entire episode is really funny um or oh, i really sure. i really liked bulletin board where they did the outdoor uh party thing and they did like the the tug of war where they all fell in the mud. Oh yeah. <laughs> I really like that episode. Um, I'm again, I like Hawkeye and Margaret, that combo. I, I know not a lot of people like the Hawkeye Margaret combo, but I'm, I'm a diehard Hawkeye Margaret fan and I really liked aid station. So aid station needs to be mm-hmm. in the top 25. 
Cave, I really like Cave. That should be in the top 25 to 50. So uh-huh. you can list tons of episodes before this one. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah. No, I was surprised Big Mac didn't make it. Um, I was I was waiting for that <sighs> one to show up. Yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Um, one of them yeah. when they were yeah. in the they were getting their briefing done in the mess tent, and uh-huh. uh, Trapper said, "Your father's a horse," because Frank <laughs> said something like Major Houlihan's father was underneath <laughs> General MacArthur. <laughs> <laughs> our engagement is off your father was a horse <laughs> anyway, that was great <laughs> yeah um i also like carry on hawkeye the flu episode i thought that was a good episode uh kind of oh, showcasing yeah. right. sweat and alan alda in that in that episode i i also really liked that one i mean the pilot the pilot's not listed in the top 25 which i thought i love the pilot and i love the opening oh yeah that, pilot. that was another surprise yeah i'm like oh my gosh okay <laughs> Yeah, the, the episode that starts it all, and, and Becky and I went last fall to Malibu Creek State Park, like we said at the beginning of this podcast, and we were surprised to find out that Radar was standing at the helicopter pad at the beginning. We always thought he was standing down in the camp, remember? And they had that. Yes, they had the, they had a little cardboard cutout of the back of his head where yes. he was standing, and that was surprised both of us. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> so that's the, the beauty of cameras, because when you look at the episode, he's playing in the camp, lower section, uh-huh. not, not, not at the helicopter pad. So that was, that was something I did not ever realize. Um, so yeah, so I would have put the pilot in the top 25, top 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and okay. We're down to the last two episodes, which these two make sense uh, to me. Uh, sometimes you hear the bullet, uh, season one, where Hawkeye's childhood friend comes to visit and then gets uh, wounded, comes back to the 4077th, Hawkeye can't save him. And then a Ron, Howard, uh, Ron Howard from Happy Days and the Andy Griffith Show and a director of tons of other movies, um, he shows up in this episode. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, this definitely belongs in the list. Um, I think it's just very haunting when mm-hmm. when the guy, you know, he he had he did hear the bullet. Um, it's just it's very for me that just kind of sticks with me. It's, it's just very very haunting. But I think yeah, definitely belongs in the top of the list for sure. And then there was the side uh, storyline where where Frank and Margaret were having a liaison, and Frank hurt his back and had to be in traction. <laughs> And uh, got, I think he got a Purple Heart for it. And uh, Henry said, so you want this to say that you fell in the mud on the way to the shower? <laughs> so, uh, that was kind of funny. Anyway, one of the, one of the funnier moments of the episode. Um, and let's see here. Uh, so last episode, number one, Abyssinia, Abyssinia Henry. Last uh-huh. episode of season three. And, uh, ooh, you go first on this one. Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely belongs in the list for sure. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, of course it's important because Henry Blake is leaving and, and just, uh, you know, such a, um, kind of a groundbreaking episode as it says in kind of the original article, like, you know, mm-hmm. this is sort of a first for a, a sitcom where a character actually dies, like a major right. character. Um, you know, subsequently like, like, you know, 
when the character on Co- on Cheers to play coach, you know, oh. when he died in real life, you know, oh. he died on the show. Oh, yes. Yeah, but Love this was a kind of a first, and like just the way that like mm. the actors didn't know he was dying oh. until like right before the like, scene where they find out. Mm. It just it, it, that was brilliant. I mean, and brutal, just so brutal. Yeah. Like, I mean, Henry Blake was such a beloved character. You just wanted him to go home to his wife and his mm. private practice. So yeah. it's just so awful and so good <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think when I first saw the episode, it didn't really, it didn't really hit me um, that the character died because you you saw it in reruns so much, or you you would see him in reruns. Um, but I agree. I mean, it, it, it was very jarring to see him think he's going home and then he doesn't and, uh, uh-huh. very, very tragic. And I understand why they did it. You know, we don't, we need to stop glorifying the war piece of things. And I get, I get war and I support our military, but I also believe that we should be able to resolve things by talking, uh, you know, so it's, it's 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 definitely I'm a, I would think I'm a walking contradiction because I will support our troops yet I, I wish we had better means to solve our solve our differences and uh, yeah so it's it's complicated so I I think they were going for that complicate level of complication in having him die. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm in I'm in agreement. I think I I think. You know, I think war needs to be a very, very, very last resort because mm-hmm. these are these are real people you're putting on mm-hmm. the line. And, you know, like when they come home, uh, a lot of them have a really, really tough time. I mean, just, you know, work, working with these veterans. I've been mm-hmm. at my, my current job for about four months or so now. And and you really get to see firsthand just like, wow, some people's lives are so sh- shattered by, by war, mm-hmm. you know, and so... Yeah. You know, and so here, you know, this episode really does say, hey, look, this is a real thing. It really impacts yeah. people. This is one of the ways it impacts people. Wow. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't, yeah, I hadn't thought of it from that angle. Right. Because you work with it every day now. Um, survivors mm-hmm. of different wars and, and yeah. So, wow. Yeah, I, I didn't think of it from that angle. Um, before we end today, mm-hmm. any other episodes you think need to be in here? Any, any oh, last well. thoughts? No one in the world would agree with me, but I love, I love. Oh no, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. That doesn't start with a D and end with an S. It may, it may very well. I love the dreams episode. I just have to say, I love the dreams episode. Um, when I was a kid, I was always annoyed because when you have dreams in real life, they're weird. Dreams are very weird. And, you know, you have these weird transitions where you're standing in a room and suddenly you're somewhere else. And this was the first thing I saw on TV where dreams were portrayed as actual, very much like real dreams, you know, weird with weird transitions and stuff like that. So I just freaking love that episode. Um, <laughs> but no one else in the, no one else would agree with me on that one. <laughs> I love it. No one else would agree with you. <laughs> Tell me what you really think. No kidding. Tell me what you think. <laughs> what you think. Uh, any other episodes that you can think of offhand? Um. Oh. Um. Okay. I, the the title's slipping my mind, but I like the one where it's an entire year in one episode. Um. I can't think of the name, but it's in the later seasons and they go through. Yeah, it's in the later seasons. Yeah. And, you know, you see like, like, like Father Mulcahy's growing corn, you know, and the corn gets creamed and you you just see this whole thing like, um, 
like like what Margaret was knitting something yes. and it just got bigger and bigger. Yes. So I, I just yeah, that was that was a fun one because like you, right. you just kinda like like it was very you know very innovative of yes. the writers to just like, hey, this is the whole year. So I think right. they had to speed it along because they were going toward the end. Okay, we gotta get toward the end of this war, but um right. but I like I love that episode. <laughs> yeah, War for All Seasons is the name of the oh, okay. name of it. And I like the part about uh, Hawkeye and BJ were wearing their winter coats and Margaret was like, I need a winter coat. And she's looking through the catalog and they're like, you're not going to find a winter coat in the spring summer catalog. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's catalog right. She had in her hand at that time. Uh, any other episodes that you can think of? Um, I can't think of anything offhand. I mean, I, again, I, I think Heal Thyself just should have been in, in this list for God's sake. Because yes. it was just like the most perfect combination of comedy and tragedy. I mean, like I busted a gut laughing yes. with the, um, Charles and, and Potter stuck in the tent together. <laughs> yes. was so oh great. Oh my God. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, episodes that I would put in is I liked all the Dear Dad episodes. Because uh, mm-hmm. they showed mm-hmm. segments of the camp throughout the day or throughout the time he was doing the the dictation to his dad, I also liked uh, the I also liked um, the party episode. That was fun where they were trying to get everybody together back in the states. Um, I also wish that more of the transition episodes were were featured uh, when Frank left, when Charles came in. Uh, when, you know, we got the radar one was on the list. Uh, but I do like the ones where they, they, you know, send off a character and they bring in a new character. I really, I really like those episodes. Um, my favorite seasons are season seven, eight, seven, uh, six, seven, and eight. And then I go back to season three, two, one, and then I like the later seasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any sense of whether you like the older or the newer seasons? Yeah, I think I'm a, a, a bigger fan of the newer seasons. Um, just, I, you know, I love Charles. He's so, yes. so awesome. And I, I, I think, you know, I, I, I think I, I tend to be kind of a dark person. So mm-hmm. sometimes I like darker stuff. And I think toward mm-hmm. the end, it, you know, like I, I liked the serious edge that they had to it, you know, yeah. toward the end. And just the way the characters, they, they just really developed the characters amazingly mm-hmm. well. So so I think I think toward the end is is, is my favorite. Kind of, yeah. Awesome. I, I love the initial characters, too. Don't get me wrong, because I, I think it, I think it was great in the beginning. But mm-hmm. um, and it, it is super funny. But yeah, toward the end, I, I, I think I've. I'm a fan of those later episodes. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, that is it for today. Unless we have any last thoughts. Are you good, Becky? I think I'm good. (laughs) You're good. We dissected it. I'm sure we'll have more to talk about in future episodes. So I want to thank you all for joining us. And it would be really interesting to hear what people's thoughts were for their top. 25 or 50. So again, I'm at mash.forever on Instagram. Feel free to reach out. And if you ever want to be a guest on the podcast, it'd be fun to talk to other people as well. So Becky, you have a good rest of your day and thank you for joining me again. Yeah, you, yeah, you too. Have a great day and thanks for having me on your show. Okay. Bye-bye.